Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead, Sergeant Abraham Ford, and you're listening to the Misinformation Podcast. Maybe you're not. I'm not really sure. podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Contact Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 317. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Hello. I'm sure that everyone would love to hear exactly uh, what the technical snafus were. I mean, we could sit here and do the whole thing. No, they wouldn't. They don't want it. Right now, we could talk about all of it. Mm -mm. No? Every piece of it? No. Instead, I'll sit my dickle. What? Huh? Mm. Oh, Slurpee. It's so good, man. So, (laughs) I want you to think of a thing. Think of a thing that in your head that you can remember back. Like if you if you taste it, it takes you to a different time in your life. Can you think of anything like that off the top of your head? <laughs> if I taste it, yeah, yeah. Other than pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, well, something I, I can't taste anymore, like because there's none around here. Like fucking like Shakey's Pizza. Oh, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say chicken wings because you can't fucking find those in any parental either. parental love. Oh, oh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> uh, there probably are some things. I'm just having a hard time thinking of them, you know. For me, it's whiskey. Really? Oh, yeah. It takes you back to when you were like college. Seven? Yeah, just rubbing on my gooms so we exactly, go to sleep. Exactly. Yep. No, uh, definitely college. Uh, college, uh, I used to go to the Dean's List on Fridays. So you could go there on Fridays. And uh, you could get, um, uh, what's the Friday? Yeah, Fridays was any coin in your drink, or was that Saturdays? Yeah, and we would always load up on fucking whiskey and Coke. Okay. Or on Wednesdays, it was mug night, and then you pay extra that gotcha. whiskey. And that, like, every time I take a drink of this, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to do questionable things now with questionable women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that it did. Yeah. I get, yeah, I, I'm sure. Now I wish I could think of something very specific, but, no. you know, for me, it would probably just be any, like, 
restaurant that we ate at when I was a kid in California. Oh, that sure. That you don't have here. So, like, Shakey's comes to mind, you know, Straw Hat. Now, now do you find that the smell mm-hmm. of the restaurant also would bring the same? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking pictures of it. Really? We'll do that. You're like, oh, my God. See, and we, how old were you when you moved here? Six. Oh, seven. okay. Yeah. So, we had Shakey's when you moved here. Yeah. yeah. But, and Straw Hat was a completely different thing. Or how about this? Okay. Um... Pizza Hut, when you used to go there as like a dining experience. Like I just saw a meme about but that. So, so here's the thing. The Pizza Hut over by the mall, where it, when it used to be there. Oh, know, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, that had one of those uh, Flintstones egg machines where like you put the quarter in and then fry yeah, 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 it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So Kim and I went to uh, Sasquatch Jack's. Have you been there ever? Uh, is that a real place? Yeah, it's a oh. restaurant in Waverly. Oh, okay. Um, we went there, and they've got one of those Fred Flintstone egg machines. And, and hearing instantly, it, yes, yeah. Kim and I instantly were like, oh, fuck, we're, I don't even give a shit what the toy is. We're playing with that thing. Nostalgia, yeah. Yeah, but, yep. yeah, but, dude. So even in high school, was it was it still shaky? It was still shaky's in high school. Mm-hmm. We used to go, anytime there's a snow day, we'd go down there and uh, and eat buffet. Yeah. And just fucking kill would. it. Sometimes we would sit outside waiting for it to open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I had a problem with eating. Now, like a thing that is so I associate with childhood. Now that we're talking about it, I can think of more things. Yep, uh, peanut brittle. No, oh. because my dad used to make it. Oh, dude, hit me up at Christmas time. Uh, Kim yeah. next door makes fucking yeah. great peanut brittle. Well, and the thing is, most peanut brittle I've ever had all taste the same. Like it's pretty hard not to have it taste. Like right. it tastes unless you fuck it up and burn it. Yes. Yeah. So any peanut brittle makes me think of my dad in the kitchen making peanut brittle like for the holidays. Yeah. It's instantly. funny. It's funny because Kim makes it. Yeah. And her husband's allergic to peanuts. That, she's trying to kill him. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I'll get you motherfucker. <laughs> Absolutely. That's... Just take a deep breath. Sometimes I'll hear him fall down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it sounds different when somebody yeah. shoved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What Just more impactful. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go help yeah. pick him up. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's weird that, you know, like when I talk about nostalgia and things I remember, it's whiskey. Yeah. And for you, it's, it's weird like that you're talking childhood. about whiskey and remembering. Well, yeah. <laughs> which I, I always used to say I can't drink whiskey anymore because I time travel. But what I found is, you know what you can do? You can drink it responsibly. You can? Yeah. Mm. I, I just recently found that out. I'll usually pour like one to two fingers and sometimes I'll just drink it straight or sometimes I'll add a little cream soda to it. And I'll just have one glass. That maybe two. What happened to you? I grew up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's pretty much. I, well, you know. Also, if you're if you're buying a decent whiskey, you don't want to drink it to get drunk. Right. You know, you want to enjoy it and make that bottle last a little while. Now, I think Dickel's only a twenty dollar bottle of whiskey. Right. But it's still pretty delicious. But any of those ones that are under like you know, if it's not even double digits in price, it's basically just lighter fluid. Yeah. Drinking. Yeah. Or you know, like polish remover. But what this is what this is has made me is curious about more expensive. Whiskeys. Yeah. So now I, I, can, I think I want to. I think I want to take that top shelf there, and start getting different whiskeys and trying them and just keep them you down. You can here. only put them there if they're top shelf whiskeys. Right. No Hawkeye. Yeah. No. No. Probably no even regular Jack or Jim. No. It's no. Got to be something fancy. No. no. And 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 so here's where I start to be ignorant, and I'm going to start trying to watch more YouTube videos and stuff. Oh, like yeah. bourbon is a type of whiskey, right? Mm-hmm. So it's bourbon whiskey. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I, then I'm all right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah, fuck. So uh, I just finished uh, Loki. Yeah. I didn't like it. I did. No, I, here's the problem. You're the problem. No, you're the problem. here's the problem. You're the problem. Marvel fatigue. 
I don't have Marvel fatigue. Oh, I do, and here's why. I'm going to see Black Widow tomorrow. Well, and here's the problem. You. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem is, uh, I feel like, aside from Winter Soldier, or not Winter Soldier, uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. I feel like that show was kind of self-contained and had a beginning, middle, and end. I don't think WandaVision did. I don't think Loki did. Well, Loki wasn't meant to. It's already greenlit for a second season, which none of them were. Right. It wasn't intended to be. But still, the season should have a beginning, middle, and end. Like, you should feel some kind of resolution at the end of the season. Not, we did all of this stuff, and it's still not resolved. But that's what shows that are continuing do. Not, like, so, what, what show lately doesn't end on a cliffhanger where you're like, I gotta wait a year to see what the fuck's next? Well, okay, so Supernatural was good about it because they would tie up that season's arc mm-hmm. and then, they're, they, then a, they would have a separate episode at the end of the season which yeah. would start the cliffhanger. Maybe. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But what I'm not okay with is I'm watching this show for six episodes mm-hmm. and fucking nothing is resolved I, at the end of it. I don't know if nothing's resolved, but like you... So people are like... It's weird because the, the show's about Loki and yeah. his various forms. Like, yeah. But just the one that we follow the most closely, like, he has shown some growth by the end of those six episodes. I don't feel like I learned in anything that, about him. In that in that moment, he cared more about making sure that they didn't cause a bigger problem. And he cared more about whether or not she was going to be okay than that he was going to be okay. That is not the Loki that started that show. And that is not the Loki from the movies that we had been well, watching. Except for it is because he was ultimately redeemed. Not that version of him was Yeah, but but it's he still would have become that guy had he not, not left. necessarily because they they showed us a whole a whole room full of Lokis who didn't turn out to be that guy. Yeah, but none of him were him. They were completely different bodies, different mm-hmm. different life experiences. Like the one that took uh, the 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 cosmic cube and mm-hmm. left was still that same Loki, and he eventually but redeemed you, himself. But couldn't you argue he became, like, the Loki that we saw in the movies before the whole time jump and travel is because of all the experiences he had up to that point. This Loki missed out on half of those experiences. Right, but I think that it was obvious that since he was the same exact body, mm-hmm. the potential was still there. We knew what his potential was, so mm-hmm. we weren't surprised by him becoming, by, by the redemption of Loki by the end of his six-episode arc, because we knew that that particular Loki had the potential to be redeemed. That particular Loki, though, like changed over time because like bad things kept happening and people still continued to believe in him. In this instance, she didn't. By the end of it, she didn't believe in him and he still cared. And also he like lost where I was going to go with my other point. But he didn't he didn't have any of those bad experiences that, that shaped his reaction. He heard her story and instantly like he was connected to her and he felt bad for the life that she had to live. Well, except for they still caught him up. They caught uh-huh. him up about his mom dying. They caught him up about Ragnarok. They caught sure. him up about all this stuff. So it's like, okay, this is the, that Loki. Mm-hmm. It's that same body that he just got yanked out of his timeline. Mm-hmm. Had it been a, a guy who had lived a completely different life up until that moment, yeah. but it, he was still on pace to be the same guy. It just so happened they fucked up. I would argue that that Loki, at the, at that Loki at the point we met him is so was still so arrogant and like just... Well, he could have been, except for they fucking nerfed him. Well, they they well, made my, him not that way at all. My point is, he would have looked at all of his failures that they showed him, that movie of his life he got to watch, and he'd be like, cool, now none of that's going to happen, because I know I'm going to make different choices, and I'm always smart, the smartest guy in the room anyway. Well, and, and the weird thing is, we look at it through a lens of seeing all the way through Endgame, mm-hmm. but Loki and the first Avengers was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, fuck, he's wanting to do... Uh, Fucking, he basically wants a human holocaust. 
Like yeah. he, he and and he was evil. Was he but, Kyle Hitler? He was Kyle Hitler. <laughs> so the problem that I have is they made him a buffoon right away. Mm-hmm. You know, they basically took the the Loki that was laying there after Hulk smashed him a bunch and mm-hmm. went. Ugh. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, this is who he is," but that was not who he was up until that point. He, up until that point, he was fucking dangerous. He wasn't until he saw that they have Infinity Stones sitting in their junk drawer. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, these are like the loose nails that you have in your house. What the <laughs> fuck is this place?" But he kind and of, you also just vaporized a guy right in front of me. I don't know what happened to him yet, but I know I don't want it to happen to me. I just I feel like he he became silly too quickly. Yeah. I just I the, I don't feel like the show was done well. Um, and, and, and I wanted something, I wanted to learn something new and mm-hmm. I really didn't. Um, and then at the end of the, and luckily this is going to drop way late, late way uh-huh. late. So like people have already seen it, but like at the end of the end of the sixth episode, I'm like, who is this fucking guy? What is this guy fucking doing? I feel like, Why is that guy sucking that guy's dick? I, what the fuck is going on over there? I feel like we did learn. Okay. He, you, we say he's redeemed. We're watching all these movies all the way up to Endgame. But even up until the point where Thanos killed, that is like the, the the final redeeming moment. Up until then, in every movie, even though we continue to see goodness in Loki, he's still in it for himself. Or he never would have taken the cube. He tried to betray Thor. Like every turn, he's still always like, I'm getting a little better as a person, but I'm still 100% in this for me. And well, I, I would mean, argue that that was not the way he finished that sixth episode. I mean, look at Ragnarok, though. Like, he and Thor were brothers by the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. That's why you weren't surprised by anything he did in Infinity War, like, the four minutes he was in it. Because <laughs> you're like, there's he's not betraying Thor. Like, mm-hmm. when he's talking to Thanos, you're like, uh-huh. he's not going to betray Thor or his people. The big difference is, too, though, up until that point, he's still very much the Loki that if somebody could have offered him an assured, like, I will give you the power that you want. Here it is. You can go rule the way you wanted to. He would have taken it. You think and that's even, what, even in, during Ragnarok? And that... Why else did he take the fucking cube? He was still convinced that he was going to be able to pull some shit and have everything come up Loki. And so when Kang offered him exactly that, and he was like, nah, that's not what I want. I don't want to rule. Is that who that was? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so when he said, hey, other me's are coming and they're way worse. You don't want to do this. Loki's like, fuck, like, I I know liars. He's not lying. This is going to be really bad, and I care about you too much to let you do this. So is it confirmed that that's Kang the Conqueror? Yes, absolutely. Really? Yes. It's been confirmed for a while that he was going to be playing Kang in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Really? Jonathan Majors is Kang. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they all, but they gave it away. They didn't name him, but when they said that he was from the 31st century, that's mm. what Kang, that Kang was from the 31st century. 100%. Mm. So we're going to see some real bad versions of Kang now. Real bad. And that's why when Loki pops back out, he's not in the same TVA that he had just right. come from and nobody right. knows him. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, God, we're going to go to Biff's place now, aren't we? Like, <laughs> fuck. I mean, we got, we got Biff Trump now. What the yeah. fuck? You know, seriously, Robert Zemeckis and so, predicted yeah. the goddamn future. But see, and I think it's great because he we just start feeling good about things for Loki. What's he going to do now? So, like, he had a friend in Mobius. Probably maybe the first time he ever acknowledged and viewed somebody as a friend. Right. And now he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. And so the, the best way for them to handle it is that he fucking snaps. Yeah. And goes, like, full Loki. Like, he becomes dangerous. Because, I mean, like, how, how do you keep buffooning him through another, mm-hmm. like, because he's just like, yeah. through the whole fucking six episodes, except for a couple moments where you see that he's clearly in love with her. Mm-hmm. 
which is is that like is that just masturbation or what is that? Well, it is. It's it's perfect that like the only thing he could fall in love with is some version of himself. Of himself. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but he just now he go fuck that point, alligator. At any. this point, he's even been rejected by himself, right. basically. So right. now he's just. Yeah, I just, I, I'm having trouble. I feel like part of the problem is they're trying so hard mm-hmm. because all of the other stories that they told in phases one through three stood on their own and then Voltron together yeah. to make a better whole. Yeah. And now I just feel like they're not standing on their own. Yeah, but I'm not so sure that this isn't going to be one of those things where it's like you're watching a Tarantino movie and you're like, why the fuck did we start at the end? And then you're like, oh, wait. And then by the time you've watched the whole thing, you're like, oh, I get it now. Well, so, like, I'm even thinking about the way that WandaVision ended now. If, yeah. you, if you know, but if you remember, she's sitting there meditating. Her her astral version is reading the dark hold while she's, like, making boiling water for tea. Right. And what snaps her out of it is she hears her sons calling out for help. But her sons are gone. They don't exist. What if they exist now because of what Sylvie just did to Kang and now... There's all these other timelines and all, like, all these branches forming. What if those shows are connected and we didn't even know it at the time because we hadn't seen enough to know it yet? I will tell you, there was some ham-fisted heavy-handedness at the end of episode six. I don't know that they could have mentioned like multiverse of madness mm-hmm. more times in 42 minutes. Sure. we got to remember Marvel, for every Easter egg they throw in for hardcore fans, they also have to smack you in the face with the obvious stuff for people who are pedestrian viewers. Right, but even the pedestrian viewers know what the next Doctor Strange movie is yeah. called. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, like just say it once or at least allude to it. Like, I mean, clearly it's showing a multiverse. Like, yeah. we're seeing it. Well, but I would, I would also argue that, like, the way WandaVision ended, unless you already knew, which... Some of us knew, some of us don't. Unless you already knew, like you read all the internet rumors and shit, that WandaVision, that, or that Wanda was going to be in the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. Like, well, or just have IMDb. But, I know. But dude, <laughs> you know, the pedestrian folks. Yeah, I mean, that. people are stupid. I, I know, I mean, that's I, the I, point. I, I, and that's the problem. Uh, so, but so, also, uh, this just set up so much. Like, don't you think there's probably a very specific reason why when they showed the Marvel logo, all of those, uh, like, one-liners from all the different movies played? Yeah, that was, I, I caught there's, that. There's got to be a very specific reason that they did that. Because they don't do anything just because. Right, right. Especially something like that that you're supposed well, to notice. Well, and here, here's the thing that I'm fearful of is that because it has been such a juggernaut mm-hmm. that now we're giving too much power to it. Yeah. Like maybe they did do it just because. I don't think so. I, I eventually because it was so great. Like they they did something that has never been done in entertainment yeah. ever before. They successfully did the crossover where it wasn't just a gimmick, yeah. right? Well, it was a real thing that drove the story forward. Right. And then you have the CW shows try it and Fuck it's just a them. fucking gimmick, but like it worked. Eventually, they gotta run out of steam, and when they do, it's gonna be a fucking disaster. Well, but here, so here's the other point. Uh, first of all, Loki did maybe maybe it read as fan service, but everybody assumed they had figured out in Wandavision. It's got to be Mephisto. Look at all the little nuggets they're dropping that would hint that it's Mephisto. Right. Oh fuck, it's just Agatha. Well, that's whatever. And when Loki started, everyone's like, "It's got to be Kang. It's got to be Kang." And they're like, "Yep, it's Kang." Like. 
for once they were like, you guys are right. We're going to, you're well, right. Well, except for like, they never really did. They didn't say, yep, it's Kang. They were just like. Because they left it to the non-pedestrian yeah. folks to go, oh, I like, I know that. Oh, they said 31st century and he's wearing purple. Like, I get it. Plus, they said Jonathan Majors was playing Kang in Ant-Man. This is well, and which I had heard none of that. Yep. None of it. That's none been confirmed it. for a while. But. But um, I don't spend a whole lot of time on the internet anymore. I know. Yeah. And then also, like, I, I will, I will like the show Loki if for nothing else than because of comic book accurate Loki's costume. That guy, <laughs> like, you're like, what a joke. And then, and when he distracts Eliath for them, that right. was one of the most badass. Like, that was fucking awesome. Right. I love that. It was it was cool. I just the fact that he was 112 I was kind of weird, I, but I loved it, and that was great to me. <laughs> I just love that there's an. But then alligator. you start to think back. You look at like Captain America in the first movie before he really like gets his costume, and he's just the little like stage guy. Yeah. He's wearing the ridiculous like comic book version of his suit. Right. Scarlet Witch does the same thing in that Halloween episode. Now you right. got comic book like, and they they put him on screen, and you don't immediately go whoa. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like they they work it into the yeah, story yeah. somehow, and then, yeah. and then you're like, you know what, I that's all right, I like it. Yeah, even so much so that Vision is awkward in his right. costume, yeah. like he keeps getting tangled yeah. up in his cape and shit. Yep. And yeah, but it was, I don't know, it was fun for me, and I think it's going to have huge. I hope so. Like, I, I'm just worried that to come. I'm worried that Phase Four will not be as great as what we've seen so far. Well, the, but so that's my that was going to be my next point. Because of how big Infinity War and Endgame were, anything they do know after this, people are going to be like, I expected more. I expected more. But I, I mean, they more. have so many huge epics that yeah. they can still, and I don't like using that word, yeah. but Marvel has so many epic yeah. stories they can tell yeah. that they could easily do it. They're going to, I think. I mean, the, the Scroll War, uh, Secret Invasion. Um, they're doing those things. Uh, they, well, I hope they do, because I want to see a Spider-Man in a black fucking suit, and I want it to mean something. Not the black suit that's in this new movie? <laughs> uh, you talking about, like, the monkey? No, oh. the new movie. Oh, uh, They've already released Far From Homecoming, the... Uh, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, whatever they, the fuck they they've call already it. released toy images of. The, oh. and the one, it's it's not meant to be like the symbiote one, okay. but it's a black suit with like gold like webbing lines on it, and it looks like it has some sort of like. Oh, it's like, it's in the fucking video game. Yeah, black suit with the gold. Yeah, like is there some kind of electronic component yes. or something yes. to it? Like so, he has that yeah. suit in this yeah. new movie, or at least one of them does. Here, Who knows how many people? Here's here's what there never used to be: hmm. multiple spider suits. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> Like, Spider-Man stands, and the cheese stands alone, right? Like, Spider-Man on on his own is one of the best fucking heroes of all. I love fucking Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. I love him. Because he is not a Mary Sue. Like, everything he that comes to him is, yeah. is struggle, right? Giving him 7,000 fucking uh, Iron Man suits... It completely negates the well, little well, the little what, kid from fucking uh, Queens. Well, and that's why in this next movie it'll be nice because you're going to have that version of Spider Man, but you're going to have at least two more. Right. So yeah, I don't know I'm, how I feel. About I'm, I'm, that. I'm in, man, and I hope I actually hope that I can't remember if Spider Man comes out before Doctor Strange or if it's the other way around. But if Doctor Strange comes out first, since Sam Raimi's directing it, I really hope Toby's Spider-Man pops up there before we... Oh, I bet Because that does. would be fucking great to I bet have Raimi and, and McGuire working together again. Well, so, COVID fucked everything up. Yeah. I mean, 100%. Like, nothing is coming out in order. Uh, have you watched Sweet Tooth? 
Not yet. Uh, it's good. I'm sure. It's good. I, I mean, there's a lot of, like, Carl stay in the fucking house moments. Yeah, <laughs> like, the kid is, like, and it's not the kid. The kid's a good actor. Yeah. Like, he's actually really fun to watch. But some of the writing is like, Jesus fucking Christ, again with this kid. Yeah. Like, again with him not listening. I mean, it's written off because he's very naive. Mm-hmm. He was grew up in the woods with his dad. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it's good, except for it's also terrifying because they, it clearly was in production during COVID. Yep. So, and it's like technologically, it is sharp. So it is terrifying how fast they can put together a well done series because it's eight episodes and there are, you know, cause it's, ba- it's based on a pandemic. Like there, there's this pandemic that, that hits. Yeah. Um, I think they lose like 5 billion people die. Yeah. And then um, inexplicably, humans can no longer have children. And the last wave of children that are born are hybrids. Yeah. And then they fast forward basically 10 years. And the humans that are still alive are dealing with everything that's happening. And you're seeing signs that say... Uh, please maintain six foot uh, distancing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, so that was not a thing before right. COVID. So clearly it was in production during COVID. How the fuck did they sneak this show out? Right. Because they weren't doing any production because they're like, oh, fuck. Everyone will die. Everyone will die. Right. So how the fuck did they make this show? Yeah, I don't know. I it's- mean, it, it, it is so informed because we're seeing that now. We're seeing a glut of shows and movies that are influenced by the fact that COVID happened. Lots of shows about pandemics, lot, and, and not just like the old shit, like Outbreak and right. Contagion and all oh, that yeah, shit. All the new shit. New shit that is very specific and fucking terrifying because we ain't done yet. No, we're not. We now have a Delta and a Lambda variant. <laughs> like, so there's going to be a Lambda, Lambda, Lambda but variant. Fucking- it just makes everybody fucking nerds. <laughs> is that how it's going to work? I, I mean, and it's like each variant attacks younger people. So pretty soon it's going to sterilize us. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, yeah. Yep. I'm a little worried. I'm not, I guess we're not worried about Netflix, but I'm frustrated by Netflix because they seem to do this thing now where like they make shows mm-hmm. and if they are not trending right away, they, they kill get it. canceled at yeah. the first season. And the problem is. I'm a great example of this. I don't usually watch a show till it's got two or three years under its belt so that when I start watching it, if I like it, I've got a little bit of time before right. I've burned through what's available. And if that's how a lot of folks watch shows, they're going to end up canceling everything they fucking create. Right. So I've, I, I've been running out of stuff to watch. So yeah. when Sweet Tooth came out, like I'm chewing through it pretty fucking fast. Right. And, and what I don't want them to do is to, to uh, adopt the fucking Apple TV Plus method of releasing once a week. Yeah. And the Disney Plus method of right. releasing once a week. I don't want that. I want them to drop the whole fucking series and I want to be able to watch it at my leisure. Yeah. And for the most part, the the really good stuff I have been watching. I fucking the other night I was laying in bed and there's this uh, series called Sex Slash Life. Okay. Sex Life, basically. Yeah. And I, I was like, this looks dirty. So I watched it. And it is dirty. Like it the, the lots of fucking tits out and, and graphic sex scenes, right? But then I realized I'm just watching what a soap opera would be if a chick with really great nipples was like pulling her tits out all the time. 
<laughs> so I got to the end of the first episode. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I mean, I, I don't need to watch this because one, pornography is free on the internet and I can see any naked bitch right. I want. And two, like the story, the acting was good. But I just don't need to watch fucking eight episodes of this chick being sad about her ex-boyfriend and fucking having memories and fucking and then yeah. be like having a fight with her friend because her friend's fucking her ex-boy. I was like, oh, my God, it's a CW with fucking blowjob scenes. Yeah. No. I, yeah. So it, it like there's a lot of Netflix. Netflix has a ton of content that's high quality because, like I said, the acting's good. But it's just like if they were to take a soap opera. And put nudity in it. Right. I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah. I've been watching more like less, less like actual TV shows and more. So they've got, uh, the movies that made us will be dropping another like chunk of episodes that, later this month. Oh. And I think this batch has like, like the first batch was like Ghostbusters and mm-hmm. uh, Home Alone and stuff. Yep. This time I think it's like Back to the Future and Forrest Gump and things like that. I'll watch that. I'm watching the show right now. It's called This Is Pop. That's just about the different like, you know, fads in music. Right, right. And that's been pretty interesting because really weird to think that three dudes in Sweden wrote most of the hit pop songs that came out from like mid 90s to like 2010. I guess it doesn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> and then I watched the documentary about Nexium. On HBO Max. Next year. That's that weird sex cult that Allison Mack got oh, drunk yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, shit yeah. is fucked up. Yo, who was I just hearing the other day? It was like, I think they tried to recruit me. I can't remember who the fuck it was. Yeah. Well, uh, but it's funny because, like, she's fucking crazy, obviously. He's clearly. crazy as fuck, yeah. that Keith Ranieri guy is. There's so many people that drunk that Kool-Aid and were like, yep, not only will I keep drinking it, I'll help you make it. Uh, Oof. But, Oof. so... I'm watching Smallville. Like I, I just started the last season this morning. Okay. Like, uh, it's so hard to watch her character now that I know that she and like, like force raped. And women. then also like you can see where like in the show, like what year in the show she joined them because like she starts getting skinnier and stuff. Cause they did like forced calorie restriction on the girls. Oh that no shit. That shit. And like, like she was obviously wearing wigs for a few seasons and shit. And I'm like, Oh my God, like this you know, is so that's, fucking weird. And that's fucked up because I will argue that she was the hottest girl on that show. Yeah, a lot of the time I, I could agree with that. And so the thing is, like, it's so fascinating to hear, at least they claim, Tom Welling and uh, Michael Rosenbaum claim that they had no idea that this shit was going on. And then Rosenbaum tells... Bullshit. And then Rosenbaum tells... Well, he said all he knew is that she had kind of gotten... Weird? step with some, like, people that were really into, like, self-help and actualization well, and stuff. Here's, and then, here's the problem. They yeah. also surround themselves with people that are in fucking Scientology. Yeah. So, so, like, I, I guess I could... But so Rosenbaum tells a story about how while she was in the thick of this thing, she just comes to his house one day. Like she just invites herself. She calls. She's like, hey, we're in the area. I'm going to stop by. And he's like, oh, that'd be great to see you. And she shows up with three friends and they just walk into his house. They go to his kitchen and just start cooking dinner like they didn't ask him. OK. And so at one point he starts getting weirded <laughs> Meanwhile, out. Meanwhile, Joe Spina is like, why are you here? And one of the guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then one of the guys that was with her starts getting really confrontational with Michael Rosenbaum in his own and, house. And he's like, you know what? I think I think I'd like you guys to get the fuck out of my house. You can leave now. Wow. And, and he just didn't talk to her anymore after that. Like, so what was what weird. was their move? Like, what was their what was their end game there? Were they trying to recruit him? I don't know if like maybe they were going to cook him dinner and then be like, hey, why don't we talk to you about? Well, because was there ever a move to recruit dudes? Uh, yes. Or but to only, sell them the women? They, yes. Well, okay. So they wanted mostly women. All the women were for Keith, but like also to attract other men. And then they would they would they would fucking condition all the men to like view themselves as protectors. 
Oh, and it, they, it just got deep. Like at first, so like they got it set up real weird so that like the first few days that you're around them, everything they're talking about is like, it's all based in things that are really like, if you're interested in like, you know, positive mindset and you know, all of that stuff. Also Scientology. Um, then it the can, secret. Then it can, yes, yeah. then, then it can attract you, right? right? And they don't really start layering in the crazy until you're already kind of ingrained. But what blew me away was when they really start recruiting people for this fucking sex cult of his. You have to give them collateral. What's the collateral? Is that, it like a that dowry? proves that you won't tell anybody about like your involvement in this? Oh, it's like pictures of your dick or something? Anything that is yeah. damning to mm-hmm. you. So like if you're married, something that your like spouse would be like troubled to find out about. Or Maybe that you're in a sex cult. The deed <laughs> like the deed like the title to your car, like just things so that they have leverage over you so but, that if you try to leave, you can't and everyone's just like, hmm. Not weird at all that you're asking me for this. Sure, I'll get it. Yeah, that's and then once you're in, you have like it's a structured thing, like a pyramid scheme always is. But like, so you if, if you're the um, I don't remember what they called them, but then you have you have a master. And when they, oh, we're not allowed to use that no, word. No, they use that word. We're not allowed to use so, that word and anymore. If your master, I can't even set up a computer with master and slave if, drives if, anymore. If, I get in trouble. If your master texts you, you have two minutes to respond to them. Oh, so it's like being in a fraternity. And then you have okay. to, if you want to eat, you have to text them what you want to eat with the calorie count, and they have to tell oh. you whether or not you're allowed to eat it. Uh, just all this shit. It's so fucked. And this is all one dude. Yeah. And they call. How him, the fuck did he sell this to the women? I don't know. Really like, how is Allison know. Mack like, you know what? I'm on one of the most popular television shows. Well, and he doesn't, like, shake hands with people. He kisses everybody on the lips. Everybody. Dudes, Dudes too? Dudes, chicks, everybody. I mean, not that there's anything wrong no, with that, but, but I'm yeah, just saying just, that. Yeah. Like, you say you never met the guy before, and he kisses yeah. you on the lips. But, yeah. like, I'm out. And I'm out. he, uh, what is it, God? I'm trying to remember what they make him, what they he makes them call him. It's not. Daddy. It's not also master or anything like that. It's like. Grand Poobah? Something fucking ridiculous like that. You know? Fucking. I just don't, I don't understand. I, like, I, I, okay, look, I, I, I know how brainwashing works. Yeah. I know how control works. But if you're Allison Mack. Vanguard. They call him Vanguard. They have to call him the Vanguard. Isn't that like uh, how to like treat your leather seats? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you, yeah. It's how you clean your van. You use Vanguard. But, but I don't, I don't understand how Allison Mack, like, granted, she's like third tier mm-hmm. on Smallville, right? But you're on one of the most popular television shows at that time. Yeah. And this dude, some dude who's nobody, is like, hey, I need you to come fuck a bunch of dudes, including me. Right. And then get your friends to come fuck me. And they used her because she was famous to lure lure more people in. So one chick, the first person to, like, kind of wake up and, like, leave the cult is the chick that played the young version of Aunt Beru. In Attack of the Clones. Okay, yeah, yeah. She got pulled in, and it got to the point when they invited her to, the, like, you have to be a slave and we're the master, like the sex cult part. Right. Where she was like, um, what the fuck's going on? But what is the appeal? You're just around a bunch of positive people that are telling you what you want to hear, and they're, everyone's just so great. See, all the more reason to be a pessimist. Everything's, yeah. Like, I, I'm but, safe. I'm safe from sex cults I, I because even, I automatically assume everything is bad. I didn't even tell you the fucking most <laughs> fucked up part, so the collateral is bad enough. When they're like, hey, right. you've got to, like, give us naked pictures of yourself or, like, nobody, naked, nobody or, or wants sign, to say that. Or sign a letter saying that you cheated on your husband, and you have to give us that letter so that if we ever... The worst part was after. God damn it! <laughs> after you're after you're in, my kids love to do the announcement. They on brand the you. 
Oh, that's right. Right by their pussy, like right in their like pubic area. Oh. And the brand, it looks like a weird like pyramid crown weird thing. Right. But when you really break it down and analyze it, looking at it sideways, it is a combination of Keith Raniere's initials and Allison Max. Oh, so they're like the two high, mm-hmm. high. Yeah. Poobas. Yeah. So all so, these people so, are walking around with those two initials on. So them. what was their re- their relationship? Because clearly they must have had a relationship first. I think he was probably like she was his number. Like were they like dating? Like, I, and then he's he, like, "Hey, you know what would be a good idea?" No, uh, and no, it didn't even start with her. She didn't join initially, but when she came on, she rose through the ranks pretty quickly. And then he just kept her very. And is like, it in his inner? Circle. Does it still exist? Uh, no, because he got arrested. Oh, did he? And she just he got arrested in like 2018, and he got uh, prosecuted, and uh, he got his his uh, sentence. Last like, what's year. the actual charge there? Um, sex trafficking and just oh. a whole bunch of other shit because yeah. they're crossing state lines and stuff. Right, like right, that. right. So sex trafficking, a whole bunch. He's in prison for like 29 years or some shit. And what happened to Chloe? She just got sentenced this month, and she is facing like four years of jail time and like a twenty thousand dollar fine and a bunch of other. Shit, is I it think. weird to you? Is this not? But she's also been living on house arrest since 2018 when they all caught him. Right, but does that seem balanced to you at all? No. I I would argue she was doing just as reprehensible shit as he was. Well, she was the worst one because she was locking everybody. Like, she's basically the one that got them there. So he does the bad shit, but she locks him in the room and walks away. So he's just benefiting from it. Yes. And she's the one that's actually going out and doing the bad and shit. Yet, yeah. And yeah. And she, yeah. What the fuck? And she, four years? Yeah. What, because she's a cute blonde? I guess. I, I mean, like, I hate to be that guy, but if she was a black dude, she'd do life. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up, man. It's way fucked like, up. Like, What's interesting, her. too, is in the first couple episodes of it, they show, like, videos of, like, some of their, you know, conferences and whatever. And Kristen Crook was there for a while. Yeah. And I she heard, got yeah. out early enough like, that, what none of this is is, this? Yeah. that none of this is following her. Right. But, yeah, you can see her in some of the videos, and you're like, oh, no. Well, and if you look at Allison Mack, like, I saw some pictures of her in, like, cargo pants and disappointment. Oh, yeah. She looked terrible. Yeah. And she used to be a fucking smoke show. Like, she was adorable. Yeah. And, like, that is the life you want? Is to just fucking fall apart? Vanguard is a hell of a drug. I think I must be hung like a fucking mule. Like, how else? No, he's probably got a micro pee. But then what's the appeal? He, I don't know. He has mind trick powers, like, apparently. Fuck, man. Like, like I know manipulation him, is to great. listen to him Fuck. talk to these people. Well, first of all, I think everyone involved in it is probably very insecure and incredibly weak-willed, first of all. Well, yeah. Because yeah. every time anyone starts to doubt him and starts to talk, it is so easy for him to turn it around on them. You, you can hear it, like... The phone calls. Is that on Netflix? Uh, it's a uh, HBO Max. Okay, Mine. and it like he it's uncanny. Like they'll they'll start in on him, and he within thirty seconds has them questioning themselves instead. And they're like, oh, what the fuck. fuck? God damn it! Like it's so sad. It I mean, is really. There's and it's funny because like when the people wake up, most of them are still trying to say like you know they're trying to remain composed and whatever. There's one guy. Who like him and his wife are in it, and she gets branded, and she gets through all this stuff. And the he, dude's wife. And when he finds gets a out, pussy brand? when he finds out about like how bad this is, and that it's actually a fucked up group of people. Right. He is like, I would have been in the situation. First of all, I wouldn't be in it, but if I had been, he's talking like he's like, fuck that, I'm gonna go fucking punch somebody's throat in. Like he's yeah. saying shit like, like why not go to that like, guy's house? We'll talk. He's like, if I see these people, somebody's going to jail. Like he's just like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Why not go to that guy's house and beat the fuck out of him? Because he's got like nine thousand disciples. Yeah, but they're just weak-willed fucking... <laughs> you still got to fight your way through, like, a horde of 
crazy people. It's funny that you mentioned Horde. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm playing Days Gone. Yeah. And so this game is fucking fun. Okay. It's a, it's amazing. You, you should, I'll let you borrow it after I'm done with it and you'll love it. The problem with it is it's one of those games where you have to do it just right or it doesn't work. Now, mm. now I've, I've easily got 30 hours yeah. into the game and I am nowhere near done. Hmm. Not even, not even fucking close. Right. So it clearly it's a zombie game and there are hordes. And when you encounter a horde, I'm not fucking with you, man. It's terrifying. Nice. Like, this game is fucking scary. I thought Last of Us was scary. This game is fucking scary. Like, you just feel overwhelmed and terrified, right? So I'm at the first mission that actually requires you to fight a horde. There's a sawmill mission that happens earlier that if you don't play it, you can go on. It's It's all set in Oregon. No, of course yeah, you yeah. like it. It's, I like it because it's a great game, but I, but it's all set in Oregon. So I wanted to hurry up and get to create. At any point, is your is your character running through something and you just go trees? Of <laughs> mystery. Uh, no, you ignorant fuck, because that's in California. <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't been there ninety seven times like you. You went past trees of mystery. I, but I'm saying I haven't been there ninety seven okay. times to right. remember You're where right. it's at. Um, so, uh, but I knew I was going to get to go to Crater Lake mm-hmm. in the game. So I'm just like. Pushing forward, pushing forward, yeah. trying to get to Crater Lake. So there's a, they put it, and this is where I get taken out of it a little bit, right? So they put a, a base on Wizard Island okay. at Crater Lake, and you, you take a, a boardwalk out to it. The water is approximately 300 feet deep around Wizard Island. You can't build a fucking boardwalk <laughs> to Wizard Island. Also, there's exactly one place that you can get to the water. From the top of the caldera at uh, uh, Crater Lake, and it's called Cleetwood Cove Access. They just have you drive your motorcycle now. Why like not? there's like there's all these fucking roads. There are two there are two accesses to Wizard Island: the South Access and the North Access, and that doesn't make any sense. I'm at sure, all. <laughs> I'm sure if you were as well versed in the layout, say, of New York City as you are at Oregon, I'm sure playing Spider-Man, you'd be like, it doesn't fucking, that building's not supposed to be there. Well, I, from what I understand, it's very accurate. <laughs> Except for the Daily Bugle, is that, you know. Well, but that's a flat iron building. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure they're like, hey, there's no hot dog stand on the corner of whatever the fuck and well, whatever. Well, and, and, it, and it started with, uh, at one point, I, you're standing... Uh, at the beginning of the game, you're standing somewhere, and you can see Mount Hood, Mount Jefferson, Three Finger Jack, and something else mm-hmm. all at the same time. Which you, you can't do. You can, but they're all very far away. They're all like right fucking there, huh. like almost like baseball uh, throwaway. Huh. I'm like, uh, okay, I see what they're doing. They want this game to be visually interesting, cool. But then when they get you to Crater Lake, and it's like Crater Lake is noto- like the, the, one of the great things about it is that you can only get to the water from one place, and it's incredibly dangerous and all this shit. So it's like, fuck, you're taking me out of it, man. I know better than this. Mm. Speaking of dangerous, okay. did, you, did you hear about the Natural Bridge? A uh, lady from North Carolina died. No. Uh, two days ago. What? Fell off Natural Bridge. How the fuck? Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty easy when you think no, about I know, it. But, but like, like, yeah. I mean, I. Yes. Yeah, 60 years old. Her name was. Uh, I feel terrible because, like, it, it's such a fucking horrifying thing. It's just one of those things where I feel like, you know, I'm not in great shape. I wasn't in great shape when we went there. So I feel like if I could go out there and make it back, like, 
What the um, fuck? So it was uh, six-year-old North Carolina woman Glenda Tucker fell to her death from Natural Bridge south of Gold Beach, Oregon. Fuck. Yeah. Like, and it just sucks. Like, because you know, it's one of my absolute favorite. It's a it's a short hike. Well, and now you'll probably think twice about going out there. Oh, again. I thought twice about going out there when I was out there. <laughs> it's Not terrifying. Missing, like whoever she was with, that'll put a damper on the vacation real quick. So it got even worse, right? So she falls to her death. Her brother, I'm assuming it was her brother because her sister-in-law is the one who called 911. Her brother tries to get down to her and oh. then gets trapped on a cliff because there's no way to get down to her. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if he came down from, you know, where that wood bridge is. Yep. I wonder if he tried to shimmy down that way and got stuck. So the sheriff's office shows up. And a sergeant from the sheriff's office sees her floating face down in the water. Well, yeah. And is like, nope, she's gone. So they start with the SARS team starts getting ready to um, try to recover. It's a recovery mission. Right. And then they call the the Coast Guard. And so the SARS team is there just in case uh, the the Coast Guard can't recover her, which the Coast Guard ends up being the ones that recover her body. But it's like... So, first of all, condolences to the family. Yeah. But also to the first responders that had to deal with the trauma of the very unfortunate steps they have to go to to recover a body. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's hard on you. I don't care who you are. It's shitty. Um, and it's just... Fuck. It, it's a fun place. It, it's beautiful. And now haunt it. Yeah, I was saying, do you, think, you know, do you think this changes anything for that place going forward? I don't know. I mean, because it's very obviously dangerous. Right. I mean, it's like it's it to me it's it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's why I didn't shimmy down and then continue the hike. That's why I turned around and went back. Right. But I have hiking poles now, so maybe I would have done differently. <laughs> but the problem is I think a lot of people go out there with improper foot gear. Yeah. Not prepared for the hike because they know it's only like 0.7 miles. It's not very long to get down there. And then people make do. And I was talking to Jenny about it. She's like, that's why I stopped because I was very uncomfortable. I was like, you were wearing boat shoes. <laughs> like, yeah. They have no tread. Like, hey, but, you're wearing Crocs. What are you doing? Like, yeah, what are you doing? I mean, probably Crocs would have been better. Flip flops. <laughs> yeah. Which I've seen her do. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, it, 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 it's sad because I love that place so much. But wow. at the same time, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, now I'm, now I'm like, because I wanted to do the loop. Yeah. It's like, fuck me. I mean, I got a great, great set of trekking poles now. So, I mean, that would help, I would think. But fuck, man. Like, there's uh, that shimmy down to shimmy back up. Right. But yeah. I'm assuming she fell into the cove instead of on the outside. Yeah. Because of the way the story read. And it's just like, Jesus, how the fuck do you fall that way? So unless she just lost her footing mm-hmm. or was trying to take a picture or something. But like, I was looking back through my photos. I was like, yeah. like you can't tell by looking at my photos. Like I did not feel good right out there. Like I felt very uncomfortable because it is fucking terrifying. Well, it might be the photo aspect. Cause I see so many like articles about people who die on vacation, trying to grab the perfect selfie or like, Oh yeah. Leaning over something they shouldn't be leaning over and just... Ugh. Dude, people die at the Grand Canyon every fucking year. I know. I know. Every year. Speaking of the Grand Canyon, you know what uh, my wife's going to do for her 45th birthday? No. The rim to rim. Is that a euphemism? Nope. Nope. Her and her sister are going to do the rim to rim hike at the Grand Canyon without a guide. Okay. Terrifying. Yeah. 
She's like, it's a well-groomed trail. Exhilarating too, I'm sure. But. Yeah. And you know, like we had talked about it in 2011 when we went, when we went to the Grand Canyon, she's like, I would love to do the rim to rim. And some people do the rim to rim to rim. So they, they start at the <laughs> triple rim yeah, right around clockwise. And then they go, yeah. but, um, they, they start like at the South rim, go up to the North rim and then hike back to the South. Rim. It's wow. 21 miles each way. So it's not really that far. Right. And it's actually probably better to do that, and you could probably do it faster because it's a four hour, three to four hour drive from the south rim wow. to the north rim because you have to go all the way around the Grand Canyon. Right. So they want to do it uh, without a guide because if you hire a guide, it's three grand per person. Jesus. Why does it cost? Well, <laughs> per, per person, it's one guide. <laughs> one guide. Yeah, and they usually take a group of like 10. Those guys are doing yeah. all right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you're like, hey, me and my wife want to go. He's like, cool, that's six grand. Yeah. Fine, she's not going. Well, it's still three grand. Yeah. Well, why can't it just be three grand for the both of us? <laughs> right. You don't have to do any extra work. Same amount of time. Well, yeah. I think I think part of it is they provide all your food. Your Well, they don't provide your water because there's... Yeah. So her and I were talking, I was like, no. I bet it's not three grand worth of food, though. No. But I was like, no, you're not doing it. She's like, why? And I'm like, it's dangerous. She's like, it's not dangerous. You know why? Thousands of people go through there every week. There are so many people. Yeah. And I guess there's places to stop and get water. Okay. Like every hour. Oh. And they're like, hey, if you, when you go by the water stops, you get water. Because if you don't, you're not going to have enough water and you're stupid. That's your fault. Right. But there's enough water stops. And then Phantom Ranch is at the bottom, like hmm. right by the river. And it has fucking a convenience store. It has like fucking fountain pop. It has t-shirts. It has a, uh, a fucking post office. Like huh. it has all these things. And then there's several campgrounds along the way that you just, you can just camp in. You have to reserve your spots ahead of time. So you know, you've got a spot. Right. And so her argument was she doesn't want to go at somebody else's pace. So they're going to take like four days. And I'm like, that's even worse <laughs> because you're going to be out of fucking cell phone contact for four days. I guarantee you, you can't get a fucking signal at the bottom of the grand Canyon. Right. And so I'm like, I'm not comfortable with that. It's huh. wow. Uh, so it's just, and, and, and like, for me, it's like, fuck man. Like I've hiked, like I've been out in the wilderness. Huh. I've camped. I've done all this. And, and I'm like, you've never done anything like this. What, it's terrifying. What had, what led her to this desire? Like, why does she want to do this? Well, I think because we had talked about it in 2011, mm -hmm. that we really want to do it. And for her 45th birthday, you know, for her 40th, she just went to fucking St. Thomas, sure. you know, and, and we went and did a thing. Right? right. So for her 45th, she wants to do a thing. She wants it to be something that is going to be challenging and, yeah. and unique and that I not get many that. people have done. And, and I'm like, yeah, I want to do that too. And that thing is salmon fishing <laughs> with a guide. <laughs> like, I also want to do a thing for my 45th birthday. You know what it is? Survive. Right. <laughs> right. But she's got her heart set on it. So I'm like, we had a big fight about it. And then I'm like, all right, well, you know, fuck, convince me. Yeah. Like, you got... Three years. Like, can you take a life insurance policy out now? Oh, so we already have one. <laughs> <laughs> can you up it? <laughs> this house will be paid off and I get my Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know, it's like I, I want her to to do I think after it's done I'll be I'll be like really happy for her but of it's course. the whole process through it. Oh, I'd be, be nervous terrified. too. Terrified. Like, I am uh, irrational as fuck. Like, you know, you get you get used to patterns, right? Right. So you get up every day, you're at work for X amount of hours. Like I'm usually at work for roughly the same amount of time every day before Kim starts getting up for her day and is like, hey, how's the morning going? If I go a day where like by that mark of time it hasn't happened and it's like easily into the afternoon and I haven't heard from her, I'm like, did she ever get out of bed? 
Did she go out for a run and get hit by a car? Like, what? why haven't I heard from her yet? That might be a little bit more extreme than my concerns. And it's only every once in a while. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm just like, oh, she's tired. She's real tired. <laughs> but every once in a while, I'm like, okay, this is like extra late, though. So, like, what is going on? Now, right is that now? after you texted her and she just doesn't yeah, respond? Yes. Uh, yeah. Like, if I'm like, hello? <laughs> Did you? Are you? Hello? Did you get eaten by one of the mules? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I, yeah, I, it, I just, and that was one of my hangups too, because I was like, fuck, I don't even have a way to be like, hey, how was today? Yeah, exactly. When I just, what, there was just a story about a woman that got pulled out of her tent by a grizzly bear. Yeah, that doesn't happen there. Yeah, no, I know, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so many things that can happen yeah. where, like, so, for four days you're going to be going, what the fuck? But the on? funny thing about that story, did you read the whole thing? Not really. So it was after the grizzly bear had already awakened their camp couple hours before uh-huh. so nobody okay so it's like you gonna put somebody on watch yeah <laughs> like, like if a grizzly bear wanders through my camp probably not going back not sleep. everybody's sleeping yeah like somebody's job is gonna be grizzly duty and it's like uh, and, and also look if you're fucking camping in grizzly bear country and not carrying a fucking gun you're stupid yeah I mean, and it has to be like, not just like a fucking pistol, <laughs> like, a fucking like a grizzly bear gun. <laughs> like, like, why the fuck do these people like, think? Why aren't you camping with grenades? Right, right. Rocket launcher. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a fucking Tomahawk missile, something. Yeah. Something that would be realistic that would protect you from a grizzly bear. And camping in a fucking tent? You might as well be camping in tissue paper. Right. That is a living chainsaw. Meanwhile, I also read a story the same week about a guy who got run down by a, a black bear, I think. But all it did what? was it ran, it chased him and knocked him down, and then it ran off. I think it had got too close to their Yeah, to their probably, home. probably. But yeah, it just bulldozed him, and he was like, I, this is where I die. And then it didn't. It ran off, and he was like, oh, thank fuck. And that black bear's like, you're not a blueberry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a grizzly bear is built to eat you. I can't make the jokes anymore. The world's too sensitive. Why? Like, I bet that black bear wouldn't have run at him if he was dressed like a cop. <laughs> kidding it's just funny there's <laughs> there's a like a snap or a tiktok video i don't watch i don't i'm not i don't have tiktok no but you can see tiktok videos there's one video that i saw that is there's a there's a white police officer and then there's this black kid in a hoodie and they're like they're they're squaring up like they're gonna go on a foot race like they're gonna race and there's a whole crowd around them they're like all right on your mark get set go and they both take their first step and then the black guy kid runs ahead and the cop grabs his walk he's like i'm in pursuit of a black man like, <laughs> everyone just starts losing it like it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I hate TikTok. Yeah, I hate what it is. Oh, I do too. So so you know so YouTube is uh, you know I follow Pete McKinnon on YouTube. Do you know who Pete McKinnon is? No. He's so he's a uh, photographer, videographer. He's super charismatic, really fun to watch. Okay. But so he's been talking lately about how like internet videos are making this transition to being as short as possible, and so like YouTube has YouTube Shorts now. Right. And like. To me, it is people trying to create as much content as they can with minimum effort. Well, and it's also, I mean, I don't know if they're catering to like the ever diminishing attention span. Maybe that people have, or maybe that's why people have the attention spans that they do. I don't yeah. know. So I've been trying to counteract that lately. So when I go for a run, um, I will. Who the fuck is mowing again? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck, he mowed earlier. Get out of there. Don't mow there. Don't. I fucking told you not to mow there. I got baby grass growing because yeah. I like I let it go to seed. I told him specifically, don't mow between the fucking houses because I'm trying to let it grow. And that motherfucker is going to mow that, isn't he? 
that fucking asshole. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to get mad. Um, so, uh, so when I go for my run, my rule now is once I finish my run portion of my run and go to my cool down walk, I shut everything off. Yeah. And I just listen, listen to birds, yep. listen to the traffic, just fucking don't stare at my phone. Just kind of look around mm-hmm. and because like, I don't want to listen to myself breathe when I'm running. Sure. I, like I, I try to get my brain to go, you're not running so that I can finish my fucking run. But I feel like I'm so fucking disconnected anymore. Like when I drive to work and from yeah. work, I have two small kids. It's never quiet here. <laughs> so when I drive to work and from work, I don't listen to music. Yeah, I don't just, even turn the radio on. Just, I don't connect my phone. Quiet, huh? I just roll down the windows and fucking listen. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. Like always having something in my face. Yeah. I do. I have gotten better at like at least not double dipping and like being on my phone while I'm watching something too. Yeah. Because then I, you miss half of it. Like right. I, you think everything sucks nowadays because you only caught like 12% of what you were watching. But when Kim and I watch stuff, she can't not like she'll she'll do she'll pay attention for like five or ten minutes and then she's also got her phone out. It's like what? And then she'll constantly and I'll just be like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, oh, nothing. I was just what is happening that's so important on that phone? Nothing. Thing? And that's the thing. But Man, it's, it's gonna be there now. later. Everyone's it's gonna be there later. Everyone's addicted now. But I can't, dude. Yeah, uh, but I can't like so. Like last night, I felt bad because Jenny and I were both laying in bed scrolling on our phones. Like, that is our opportunity to fucking talk, yep. to, like, chit-chat and, like, get caught up on the day. And we're just, like, I was just fucking zoned out looking at Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, there's that Instagram problem, too, in that everybody's life is incredibly curated on Instagram. Oh, sure. Like, to the point where I even showed her. I was like, look at this bitch. Yeah. Like, she's an influencer. And only every tenth picture includes her face. It's all shot from behind, yeah. skin tight fucking pants, yeah. in a beautiful location. I was like, I want her fucking life. I don't even need her ass. I just right. want her life. Right. Because it's not important that it's her. Right. And and I, I just it, it like then it starts to there's a psychological component of it. It's like my life isn't good enough. Yeah. Well, Look at see, these people's lives. But that's not their fucking life. No, it isn't. And some of it, like, whatever. But, like, uh, TikTok and Snapchat trends, like, that I really don't get. Because, really, then all these videos become is, like, whatever the new thing is. Yep. 6,000 people making the exact right. same video just so they can say they also did it. Right. I really don't understand that. So, I, I don't use Snapchat at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I'll open it up because I get a message from, like, the daycare or yeah. something. The, the featured videos yeah. are all fucking garbage. Yeah. I mean, they're not. they're never about what they say they're about. So if they're like, this thing happened, you'll watch a five-minute video with two seconds of that thing. Of that thing. It's yeah, like, absolutely. don't fucking manipulate me. Just show me something. Yeah. Show me content. I mean, that, that's what it's become, too. It's no longer providing content people are interested in. It's tricking people into thinking the very simple, easy-to-curate content yeah. that you're giving them is what they're interested in. It's video clickbait. Yes, it's fucking horrible. Like, instead, why don't you give me something creative? So that's what people want to do. They want to be an, I'm doing douche quotes just so everybody can fucking know it, an influencer without actually having to work to provide entertaining content. They trick you into thinking the content's going to be entertaining, and it's fucking dog shit. It's terrible. It'll be like, and it is, it's all clickbait. They're like, this thing happened when? And then you watch it and like, the thing never happened. Like, <clears throat> how about this? How about you provide me with 
with content that I will find entertaining or interesting or informative. Even even uh, Jay's two cents. He's this uh, this dude who has like fucking uh, ten million followers or yeah. some shit about. Uh, com- he does computer repair and like uh, follows trends in the computer industry and stuff. He will do the fucking the clickbait headings, and then his fucking thumbnails are always him like doing like thinking real hard or having an exasperated look on yeah. his face and all this stupid shit. And then you watch the video and you're like, yeah, <clears throat> the information that you're giving me is really not nearly as, uh, as competent or, uh, well, well, think of it this way. Well, how in fucking enraging would it be if like artists, like music, like recording artists did this now, where if they were like, you won't believe how good my next fucking album is going to be. And they put out like one single and then you buy the rest of the album and it's all of those, you know how like a lot of CDs have like those filler tracks where it's just like some random noise or like just like 20 seconds of like an instrumental that leads. What if 11 out of 12 tracks were that? And then the only actual song on the album were the one single that you could already download for free before you like, right? Yeah. People would fucking riot, but like they'll watch videos that are basically that all day. Well, it's just like, you know, the internet used to give you, you used to be able to like, oh fuck, I can watch YouTube and I want I'll go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Now it's like fuck, I have to sift through seven pages of garbage, and half of those seven pages are two minute fucking videos that give me nothing other than I've already clicked on it, so they get the fucking stat, so now their page gets driven, so now they get more ad content and they make more money. But they've given me nothing in return, nothing. I watched a, a Pete, and even Pete McKinnon, who has the fucking ability to create amazing content, did a fucking video about uh, his his 1950. Seriously, how many times are you gonna mow that same fucking spot, Roger? How many times? How many times? Right outside my fucking window. Shaggy. Jesus fucking Christ! Like, god damn it! So, uh, he does like a, a fucking. It's it's a YouTube short. It's maybe a minute and a half mm-hmm. long of the new Ford Lightning, which is their electric truck, which I will have because okay. it's fucking glorious and versus his like 1957 Ford pickup. Yeah. But I learned nothing right from it other than both trucks are great and I'll, you know, technically I'll probably never have either one of them but that Ford Lightning is fucking something special. Huh. Three, uh, if you buy the extended battery, 320 miles on one charge. Nice. Yes. And, uh, Zero to sixty in like two seconds. Yeah, that's the one thing. Jesus, I love about electric car. <laughs> Seriously, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it, well, and it was funny because I was reading some uh, some comments and stuff about it, and like, well, I fucking obviously can't tow anything with it, and somebody's like, hey, asshole. Electric cars are nothing but torque. Yeah. Like, you can definitely tow with it. Yeah, it's funny because, like, more and more people are waking up to the whole electric car thing. Even James Hetfield, Metallica, you know, he's a big car guy. He has a lot of old custom hot rods and he likes. But his current favorite new car, he has, like, I think a Tesla of some sort. Probably a really nice one. And he said it's currently his favorite thing to drive just because he can't believe how much power it's got and that he can go from zero to 60 in like a half a second. It's just like. It doesn't have to wind up. Yeah. Like, it, you know, a combustion motor has to build power. Yeah. Electric motor, the power is there immediately. Like, so basically, uh, it's the premature ejaculation of automobiles. Yeah. This has been episode 317 of Misinformation Podcast. With you, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. Hostile you. You drive and make crazy. Hostile.
hostile you Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night Now you Hostile you You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.